You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Welcome to the Nintendo Club Podcast Level 2. My name is Mike Grunshaw. I'm joined with Timothy Chatton. How are you going, Timothy? Doing great. Yeah. No, you're not. I beat you <laughs> in Mario Kart. I, I completely whipped your ass in every single race we played yesterday. I almost won. I passed you. Like you yeah, passed like me, but I got you right before the line. That's what I love about Mario Kart. You just <laughs> you throw that last little bomb, and you get them, and you go past. And I, I must admit, a couple of them were really close. A couple but of them, I, I almost lost you, you though. <laughs> did you once? And I dominated that, you in the coin battles. I'm good with money. The, you know. Yeah, the, the coin battles you did well. The uh, I, you know what? I just I don't play the coin battle levels. I I yeah. really am. You know, more the let's go racing around the courses and having oh, fun that way. I, I'm just not as good as it, obviously. <laughs> yeah, well, I was constantly pressing the the reverse button when I started. It's like, oh crap, I'm going the wrong way. And uh, that's a professional gamer, listeners. <laughs> oh, I know. I, you know, I just don't play Mario Kart enough. I, I have it. Uh, I play it a lot, but not as much as you do, obviously. But uh, yeah, for the listeners, we actually um did a video Skype while playing Mario Kart last night and er, Very last geeky. morning for you and. It was a lot of fun. I, I've never done that kind of thing before, and it's pretty cool. You know, it, it's always one of these fun things because there's no real ability to chat within the Nintendo network. It, you know, you can... The Wii U uh, does have a uh, FaceTime equivalent type service, the Wii U chat. So, yeah. that is and, out there. And actually, we, we should, you know, mention that, you know, this was on, you know, my Wii and, and your Wii U... And we're able to still play, you know, cross-platform. You know, it doesn't matter that, you know, the Wii is old and, and discon- almost discontinued hardware and, and so forth. Yeah. It, the Wii no, is backwards compatible. You know, you can't do this stuff on Microsoft and, and, and Sony. I mean, look, you, you can't, know. No. I, I, it's I, it's I a respect. real shame because, like, I bought the Wii, you know, and like, oh, my gosh, I never owned a Wii. Now I have this entire collection of uh, yep. games that have been out for five whatever years, and wow, I've got so much stuff to do on this. Exactly. You know, it, it's just brilliant. And there's some great Wii game uh, original titles from Nintendo. Oh, yeah, Super Mario Galaxy and Galaxy 2 are they're two of my favorites, and there's a lot of other ones I'm sure we'll be talking about soon. Oh, definitely. There's a whole heap of them. Now, Tim, let me ask you, have you got Mario Kart 7 for the 3DS? I, I do. That was one of my first. I, when I bought the 3DS, the first game I bought was Mario Kart 7. <laughs> we are definitely going to have to verse in that one because I'm even better at Mario Kart oh, 7 oh, than I am right. at the uh, Mario Kart. <laughs> well, actually, you know what we'll do? Uh, because And this is something that's really cool. So we'll, we'll try this again sometime when we've both got time and uh, probably on a weekend or something. And I'll, I'll get my son, who's six, and uh, you know he'll be racing with me versus you. He'll probably you. be too. Well, that, that's what I was trying to get to. <laughs> so I, 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 I think that would be really cool to have a third person in there, um, you know, sort of fighting the battle and, and trying to get through because he, he's really good at Mario Kart. He yeah, and we have me. two people ganging up on you. We can bomb, you know, we shell, shell you out to death. You know? oh, he, 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 won't, he won't trade his alliance for me. He knows that he, uh, he gets a, a surprise <laughs> when, when he beats everyone else. <laughs> So, so Mark, you brought up the interesting question, like Wii, Wii discontinuation. Uh, I'm curious, how long will the Wii be alive concurrent with the Wii U? Because history has shown us we have the Nintendo DS Lite, I think, or whatever it's called, 
So we have the DS at 99 bucks, and we have the 3DS concurrently at different price points. Do you think this will be kind of like an Apple situation where they're going to have the older models still available for many years to come just to have those price points met? Or what, what do you think yeah. is going to go there? Uh, well, it, okay, if we look at the Wii side of things, uh, you know, you can get a basic Wii now. Um, really ultra cheap. Bucks. Yeah, yeah it, it's that one with the uh, black and red. And it's got no Wi-Fi capability and no GameCube capability. So, well, that's cool. here in the states, though, Mark, you also have 130 bucks. So, 30 bucks more than your 99 dollar one. You get Wii Sports. You get Wii Sports Resort. You get a uh, Remote Plus uh, controller. You get the Wii. I mean, it's basically the the console was like 20 bucks if you bought the games and the controller separately. Yeah, it's, it was kind of I was, when I was buying those things. It's like. Should I just buy a Wii and not use the Wii and all this stuff? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, the price points are down there, even with that Wii Mini thing you're talking about. Yeah. Um, what do you think, though? I mean, how long will the Wii stay alive? I don't know. Well, the I, I, I think the the Wii, I, I think there'll be, for another couple of years, a, a good... Because there's a great collection of, of content out there. There's still new games being released on the Wii. Not obviously, but the Wii U supports that. So, like, exactly. Yeah, it's an interesting question. But if, if you look at the the Nintendo platform being, um, you know, the, the platform for families and so forth, a lot of families can't afford a Wii U. Um, yep. Until those price, I mean, it'll when the prices drop, drop it, like yeah. four years, it'll go down or whatever time frame. I, I actually drop. think they'll drop it faster than that. It'll be interesting to see where the PlayStation Four, Xbox One, uh, comes well, in. Price plus. Now, yeah. if, I, if you, they're twice the price like they have been in the past, the Wii U won't go down. If no, they come down the Xbox, close, they'll move it. Yeah, I think the Xbox will probably be. 500 as well as the PlayStation. It might be 400, but I'm guessing 500 for the launch. Yeah, and you know... You had, sorry. It, I, I was just going to say, it'll be interesting to see because, you know, Microsoft and Sony, you know, are happy to lose money on consoles um, and, and pick it up on software and development. So it'll be interesting yeah, to see only with how... Yeah, so much, though. Only yeah, so much. yeah. But you know, I mean, the PS3 launched at six hundred bucks. That's not for. I mean, it won't. Yeah, so it won't be six hundred bucks. I think one of the big differences, though, is like the PS3. That there's very little difference between PS3 and PS4 in comparison to PS2 and PS3. You know, you went from yeah, just just one thing. The, the, um, you went from the DVD to Blu-ray. Yeah, the Xbox is where it gets interesting, though, because they're having the added cost of bundling in a connect with every single system and connects are what 150 bucks if you buy it standalone well see that's what we buy but how much are they to manufacture they're probably dead sure cheap. i don't know i and, don't know and, i mean and but, then if they build no. them in they, they they're probably a five dollar attachment uh you know in the manufacturing mm. lineup um maybe but yeah i mean there's some advanced things in there i think i don't know look there's um, some pretty fancy stuff but i, I think really what's going to set this console war, if if you want to call it that aside, because there's always a console war going on, I think the Wii U will now pick up pace and be more successful. And the biggest part of the, the reason why I believe this is backwards compatibility is not in PS4, it's not in Xbox One. And that is the dumbest, absolutely dumbest move those two companies have made yeah. in a long time. Yeah, at, for sure. At, at least when the PlayStation 3 was launched, the original big, fat, glossy one... That could play PlayStation 2 games off the disc. You almost need right. that for the first year of the console's life. Exactly. I heard you on NAMP 
just uh, talking how the Wii U is failing, but it's like the Wii U, every console in its very first year of life, it's it's um, it's hits home with the hardcore people that that are going to go out and buy it. But for the mass market, it takes years to penetrate the market for most consoles. Yeah. Um, because the games aren't there for the Wii U. They won't be there for the Xbox One or the PS4. It takes about a year for a console to get into its its um, pace of uh, game releases and um, both third party and first party. And I think by the time the Wii U is going to be about a year old when these other consoles are coming out. And that's what it's in a great position for all these first party and third party games coming out. Um, and hitting their stride once the new consoles are trying to start. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, and, and certainly when I reference that, you know, at the moment it, it's sort of a, a bit of a sales failure uh, on NAMP, it's just purely because, you know, people are waiting. They're waiting to see what happens. I mean, personally for me, I'm waiting for a better bundle until I actually purchase or Mario Kart, you know, for the Wii U. Um, so people wait for games too to come out as well. Um, you know, there's not one game at the moment on the Wii U that I say I want the Wii U because of that game. And Zombie U is that game for me. Yeah, uh, it's and it's it's so good. And all the the um, the off screen play is just phenomenal. Like because I like to watch TV shows while playing games sometimes. When I'm doing when I want to just casually relax and play games, I'll mm-hmm. grab the gamepad. Play some Virtual Console, play some Sonic Racing, uh, whatever, you know, play some Super Mario Brothers. The off-screen TV play is really cool because it's like an alternative to the 3DS for my handheld gaming. So I, and I, that's don't, something, I don't yeah. do that. I, I, if, if I'm watching TV, I watch TV. If I want to play games, I play games. I, oh, I, I do. I have I'll pockets of podcast while gaming. And do oh, no, I, I, I can't do that. I just... I concentrate and get into the game and get into the feel of it and, and really enjoy okay. it. So uh, that's something that I can't do, uh, which it is a little bit of a detriment to me in a way because it means that I I play less each week because I can't multitask that yeah. that kind of content. Um, you know, it, so it's one of those things. I, each to their own. I'm sure a lot of people like you, Tim, where they can do multiple things at once, but. Oh, yeah, I, get I also like to be sucked while, um, into the game too. You know, yeah. I don't like to be taken away from the experience of the game. I like to, you know, delve into that world, if you will, and really yeah. explore it and experience it, and almost feel like I'm part of it. You know that that sort of, you, you know, a good game when you actually think that you're in the game and you're going through an experience mm-hmm. in the game, rather than you are just pressing the buttons and playing the game. Yeah. And I can appreciate that for sure. So um, one thing I've been doing this week is um, I got some Wii Fitness games. Because I figure I'm sitting down <laughs> on the couch a lot. And I should get up off my butt and exercise. And I found out that Wii can be a really amazing exercise that makes you sore for many days to come. You know, it, it's interesting. Yes, I have done... I, I do have a, a few too many rolls that I'm not proud of. And... Uh, I have actually done the exercise fitness things. Uh, probably the best one I ever got was the uh, EA Sports Active. Um, that was actually pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm, the one I'm really digging now is Gold's Gym Cardio Workout. I've heard of it's, that one. Never played it's it. It's so good. And it has 
the duck the ducking uh, really gets your your legs really sore the next day and uh, the punching. I mean, you're working up a sweat. It tells me how many calories you're going to be burning that workout. Uh, by the end, I had to take a shower because I was uh, a big wet mess of sweat. You know, <laughs> you know, it, it's one of those really interesting subgenres in gaming because. You know, that's one reason why the, the Wii Fit was so popular and then all these games came out and, and it was big and then people were buying Wiis just because, oh, wow, look, I can exercise in my home. Um, yeah, it's like a home gym if if you are if you stick with it. Like, yeah. you, if you have a that's, wide that's variety of games. Yeah, yeah you, I think you, you really have to stick with it and, and run through with it. Um, look, you know, I, I've stopped playing the, the sort of sports um, titles uh, but so when I was playing them, I was working more. I was sitting at my desk more. Now I'm, I'm you know, getting out there in the day, uh, you know, walking and and doing, you know, what six kilometer, a six point four kilometer walk each day. Yeah. Um, and a really so- interesting thing, Mark, is the We Fit You stupid name, but they have to go there. I understand. Um, it's coming out sometime this year. The interesting thing is they're gonna have like a Fitbit type thing along with that that syncs up with your Wii U. So they're kind of taking it out of the house with doing all the Fitbit stuff that That's I love. I, I'm excited to see what that will do as far as uh, you know, how that will change. It, if life. they actually had that integration on the, the 3DS, it would give us more reason to take the 3DS out and about. Because <laughs> it's got a pedometer on the 3DS that yeah. counts your steps, gives you play coins. And I've actually this week been taking it to work, having it in my pocket to get my 1,000 steps and my 10 coins. Yep. <laughs> Um, now, do you do? Is there much street passing to be done in Australia where you live? No, unfortunately. So, you, have you gotten a single one, or have that? Has uh, I've got a couple, but you've got to basically out here. Uh, the, uh, you know, I, I don't know how to really put this nicely, but there's a stigma. If you're not a kid out here, then it's kind of a bit silly to play a Nintendo gaming. Thin, especially the, the sigma i think is everywhere except japan yeah yeah the japanese do it properly and, and look when i look at it you know and and screw the stigma because how many it's, people it's have their iphone and play angry birds you know it's like oh come on you know yeah this is it, more intelligent gaming this is grown up grown up grown up gaming that's <laughs> right you know you're dealing with a little plumber you know what's more grown up yeah. than that um, zelda you know some of the puzzles and yeah. yeah you know really um one one of the big things, uh, whenever there's a, a convention on or whenever there's, you know, Nintendo often go around to different uh, large shopping centers and they'll do presentation events or they'll do gaming events and stuff like that. I'm excited because um, we're getting Best Buy E3 events uh, in June where I'll be able to play all the games coming out uh, later this year in the, the fall and the holiday season. So I'll be able to play probably the new Mario Kart for Wii, the new 3D Mario, uh, maybe a Metroid. I'm not sure what they'll be bringing, but uh, I'm excited to get some street passes there. You get some Luigi loot, some freebies mm-hmm. at this event. And you get to play some cool games that are coming out later this year. That's a pretty cool thing. They're bringing E3, this big gaming convention, outside to these 80 or 90 stores in America. So. That is cool. And I, I can just see you there. You're going to be, you know, hustling, pushing in between all the kids there, trying to get your hands <laughs> on the game. <laughs> yep. Oh, it'll be great. It'll be great. And, and, you, you know what? It, it reminds me of when I go to game stores and, and, and they have the, the demo console. And it's like, ooh, I want to have a go of that game and, and see the game. And then there's some, you know, 10-year-old that just won't budge off. It and it's <laughs> like, do you have a job? 
Do you earn money? No. Can you buy this? Can you thing buy you're this? Buying? You know, you're not going to be buying this. That's why you stand there playing it. Move. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's like if you're not buying out of my way, I've got money. I'm going to lay down my money. I'm going to make that purchase. And who knows? Maybe I was that kid at some stage <laughs> as well. But what? You know, yeah, this E3 thing's been crazy though, because it's two days only, one day is during the week, and one's during the weekend. I can't imagine anything but utter mayhem with the amount of people that come to this thing. Unless I'm really misjudging the Boston area and no one here cares about Nintendo, but I don't think that's nah. true because we have PAX East out here, this huge gaming convention. So I'm thinking there's a lot of gamers out here. You know what? Know. You're, you're going to have to go on a weekday. You're going to have to take a bit of time off work and, and go on the weekday. <laughs> yeah. The weekend would be absolutely insane. It's a four-hour window, one to five, and then, yeah. And the, the shame is it's like an hour and 20-minute drive to the closest one oh, down to Boston. Oh, really? Oh. But I'm going to make the drive. I got to do it. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, you, you got to have fun with it and then report back on, on what some of the new games are, are like because it's certainly, you know, you're a Luigi, so, you know, you have the new Luigi game to to play and experience. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, one topic I want to talk about is... A lot of people are concerned that there's so many new Super Mario Brothers games, and I think it's just a weird coincidence that we had all these console launches so near to the launch of new Super Luigi or Mario. Um, basically, what they've said is there's going to be one game per system. There's a DS mm-hmm. game, there's a 3DS game, a Wii, and a Wii U game, and then we won't have another one until new system launches. Do you think it's crazy for them to all be out currently having four games like that? Or uh, you know, I actually you... like the way that they've done Year of Luigi this year, and then hopefully next year will be Year of Mario. Um, but then also, you know, when does Zelda come into play as well? And they already had the thirtieth anniversary of that, or yeah. something, something anniversary. They'll probably have another one soon. <laughs> you know, you got Zelda, you got Metroid, and and so forth. So you sort of look: Are they going to go? year on year and release a different franchise the, the only problem is then hardcore mario fans are going to be like oh geez this is getting boring now because nothing's coming out um i suppose really it comes down to it are the games fantastic and great if they are they'll stand the test of time you'll want to replay them um so yeah if, if they're great it doesn't matter really yeah um, i'm you know, enjoying it took them. years I- for uh, Super Mario Brothers to come out on on the Wii. You know, it was like yeah. one of those holdout games, and it's like, wow, it took, I, I forget how long it took now, but, you know, every year it was like, are we getting it this year? Are we getting it this year? Even Mario Kart took a few years for it to come out on the yeah. Wii. So Galaxy was pretty quick. That was, that was a pretty good game. Yeah. I, I, you have to play this game if you haven't played it. It's... It's it, it's so delightful. Like it's it makes you laugh and delight how good it is. I, I it's a must play, and it, it's a shame that it didn't do as well sales wise as the new Super Mario Brothers games, which are great but not as imaginative. You know. Yeah, I, you know Mario is an interesting one. I think really when it comes down to it, hardcore Mario fans always want let's just go side scrolling across the screen and let's not go too much into a three D world. It's so good though. And- <laughs> Oh, definitely. I'm not saying that it was a a bad game. Um, It's certainly unique, but I I think that, you know, really when you look at it, and maybe this is just me looking in from the outside, people still do like that. 
let's scroll and jump Mario across the screen. They do. They do. I like both. I mean, I really do. You know, um, Don- Donkey Kong Country, um, definitely pick that one up for either the Wii or the 3DS. I'll be in 3DS version very soon. Yeah. Um, it's definitely worth it. Games, one, one of the best yeah. games I've, I've ever played. And uh, that does a very good job at paying homage to, you know, the side screen. I suppose you'd call it side scrolling, just going across the screen with Donkey Kong, but also having a different depth of, of, of 3D and actually going through, um, you know, this 3D world. It's really interesting, really unique, and they just did a fantastic job with it. So uh, that, that game is brilliant. And in all honesty, I'd get it on the Wii as well, Tim. You know, it's... Uh, it's, I'm sure I'll pick it up new, at some point. point yeah, time, yeah. <laughs> try and get it cheap. Um, you know, it's got new content uh, for the 3DS uh, launch, and um, not sure how much new content, but it's definitely yeah. Got there's some new like stuff eight new there. levels and yeah. some easier play modes, which I might take advantage of the first time through. Um, I, you know what? It, it's a game that I struggled to get through. It, it really yeah, is. that's it's why a, they put it's it on. It's a hard there, game. Sure. We went through our 3DS against the wall. <laughs> You know, I I don't mind a hard game if it's fun and if the game mechanics are good. You, you know what? It, it's a hard game because I'm not that good at it. That that's you know bottom line yeah. what it is. It's my failings. It's not the game's failings. If I could do it, uh, the game <laughs> would be much easier. But the, the fact is that it, it gives you. It, it's frustrating, but it's also enjoyable because you you know sometimes you play games and it's like oh wow this is so easy you finish it in almost one sitting and yeah it's like whilst that's good because you get to experience the whole story it's disappointing because you know now, it's like oh i really wanted this to last longer now don't equate easy with short there can be 80 hour easy games that are just very there's a lot True, of content in but Right. If it was that easy, I wouldn't want to play an eighty-hour game. If I'm, if yeah, I'm going to play an eighty-hour like, game, I a, want to a, be challenged. It's a fine line, though. There's stupid hard, which like super ghosts and gals is, and there's challenging, but not stupidly challenging that you get angry at. The, this fine line, right? Like the yeah. Mario, new Super Mario Brothers games, they're not hard, but they're not super easy. They're just right, you know. You need a challenge. Otherwise, you might as well sit back and watch a movie. Yeah, or, I mean, or watch someone there, play it all... online, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's a fine line, though. You don't want to be too hard where you're frustrated. It's a fine line. It really is, you know. Yeah, you know, I mean, the, the too hard could be certainly said with things like Resident Evil. Some of the Resident Evil games are, you know, just really hardcore. Um, and they're even so difficult that I sort of dislike them. But I love the franchise, so I still play them. Um you know, there, no, a good there example is a, of being a nice mix. I was going to say a great example of being too hard and stupidly hard was the second to last level in Luigi's Mansion Two. I, I almost didn't want to finish the game because of how stupidly hard. Like I, so I just finished this game this week and I loved it. It was an eighteen-hour game for me and I, it was really enjoyable, beautiful, uh, great gameplay. But the second to last level. They were just like, let's throw thousands of ghosts at you, and you suck them up. And it was infuriating how difficult that level was. And oh my gosh, um, the final level was great, but that second last level they went overboard in a bad way, I think, and it was too hard. Uh, 
and lost its fun in that one mm-hmm. level. But outside that one level, every other level was delightful, was great, challenging, and, and, and perfect to me, you know. Interesting, because I've, I've yet to play uh, that game. It's one that I've got on the, the purchase list uh, to actually pick up. Um, it was actually hard to get in Australia, too. Uh, it still is, actually. It's it hard to get here out. initially as well. Yeah, I, I mean, look, you know, I shouldn't say it's hard anymore because you can just buy it on the, the online store, uh, which is absolutely Yeah, that's part, of the, that's part of the conspiracy theory. Yeah, oh, they didn't get a lot of cartridges, so they'd go to the online shop. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm sure it's helped. You know, I actually got that one online because I was about to go on a, on a road trip. It's like oh, I don't want. I forgot to get a, a really good game for the trip. I'm gonna get this digitally, and part of that was I also got a free download to uh, th- uh, Mario 3D Land as a result of buying it. So it's like I can get these two games by one going free. Let's do it right now. You know, mm-hmm. so I did it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not sure. You know, there's some games. Actually, some games are better priced on the online store than they are on, on, in the box Fairly copy. Though, for me, in America, we have price matching for Best Buy. I can go to Best Buy's store if it's in stock. I can price match it with Amazon.com or any other online retailer and get them dirt cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, you know, we can do the same, but we don't have Amazon out here, so it's slightly different. But everything's expensive over in Australia. <laughs> everything's different when it comes to Australia. It's uh, it's just the way it is, unfortunately. But um, yeah. Look, you know, I'm in two minds about: do I go digital with a, a purchase, or do I just, you know, buy the disc? I think probably the the disc or the cartridge is the better option because once you finish the game, you can sell it on if you're not interested in playing and, it anymore. And if you're not interested in playing it, it's better to collect a physical thing than a digital thing, in my mind. Um, yeah. The, the 3DS, though, is more compelling to me for a digital purchase because it's a portable system. I don't want to be carrying around cartridges. I want something always with me. I don't want to be limited to just the one game in the cart slot. So for me, the 3DS is more compelling, but even that... I, I, I it takes a lot for me to do digital purchases outside of virtual console. Yeah, it's um, you know, plus you need a decent, uh, you know, memory stick too. Um, yeah, I mean they're they're cheap. I mean, I don't know. I mine came with a four gig one since it's an XL. Yep. Um, but one thing you encouraged me. I just want to move on to this one topic I had in mind here. You encouraged me with the the gamepad for the Wii U to see, hey. Can I control my Apple TV with this? And I found out you can, which is pretty sweet. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, so the Wii U uh, gamepad is an IR remote that evidently you can program devices to control it. So it's designed just for the, your TV and the cable box, but the Apple TV has this learner remote feature where the Apple TV box learns it rather than the remote. So I can have the D-pad go up, down, left, right type thing and have whatever buttons I choose to do the different functions. And I was blown away. It's like, wow, that's pretty nifty, you know? That That is pretty cool. I, you know, really, uh, when, when I actually spoke to you about uh, can it be done, I, you know, if that could have been a universal remote control, uh, I would have gone out and put the Wii U that afternoon. It was just a no-brainer. <laughs> it's not quite there. I think in no, a couple of that's, years that's they'll update shame. the software. Yeah. Yeah, they'll update the software, I'm sure, to make that happen, though. Yeah, it's just one of those things that would be really cool if it could just be a universal remote. It would just, it would be awesome. It's headed that way. It just, it, it may take a, you know, it's a long console uh, generation, I'm sure. And it'll, by the end of this uh, generation, I'm, I'm curious what the software is going to look like, what's going to be improved over, you know, its, its lifetime, because there's a lot of things they could do with it. You know? Yeah, it's. 
you know, it, it's interesting because this will be around for several years. Um, yeah, I'd say it's five, six years, maybe more. Yeah, I mean, give, they, they'll try to go to ten, like the, <laughs> they did this generation, but uh, it, it may be ten again. Who knows? I, I think it'll come down to sales. If the sales are there um, to say, "Hey, you know, this is really popular. People want it," then they won't look at an updating so quickly. Um, there again, you know, look, I, I look at things and I look at some of the game demos that are coming out for the PlayStation Four and for the Xbox One. You know, and the jump in quality from what it is on the PlayStation 3 to what they get on, say, PlayStation 4, it's not that awe-inspiring, yet from it's the Wii not. to the Wii U, it's like, wow, this this is very, very different, uh, and in a good yeah, that's way. that's the thing. Like, what's going to convince these decade-old gamers, some of them, uh, this the 360 or PS3 was their first console? What's going to encourage them to upgrade when you can't play the old games that you have a huge library of? It doesn't look that vastly better, especially on their TV, which is probably not 4K yet. Yep. Um, these consoles do support that, but what what TV is going to have that yet? Um, the gameplay, the controllers, and the way you actually game and experience gaming, I don't think sharing a video is going to be enough to make people think, oh, this is radically different. There are small tweaks to the system versus Nintendo where they're innovating. They're doing the DS-type gameplay elements for the console yep. and other things along with that. It's, I think the, the Nintendo is the only one that's leading the pace there as far as innovation in this front. And I'll be curious once the Wii U is popular and successful, once it's had a few years of life, I, th- I think it's bound to be a successful and popular system, perhaps the most of this generation. Uh, only time will tell. But at that point, will Xbox and uh, Sony uh, try to create a gamepad-like device for their own consoles to ke- play catch-up, like they did with yeah. the Move and the Connect? Yeah. Do you but, think that'll happen? You know what? Well, Sony kind of has it away because I've got that little um it's a touchpad it's a touchpad they've got the playstation it's a, it's a trackpad but, it's but, a track but, oh yeah they do have that but but yeah. there again developers have to support it now that's the other thing like that's the we had motion, had some great motion control games because developers knew every Wii has this the move and the connect never took off because not every person has this so it, yeah, it'll it's... probably happen again yeah with and, and look, you know, I, I think really we're getting to a stage in gaming where the gaming industry is, is changing. People are going for iOS and Android games and prepared to, you know, I think people just love cheap and free. They just want to download this game and not pay for it kind of thing. Uh, it's a bad business model, in my opinion, for the gaming industry. Um, but the game Yeah, I think what people, though, that, it, that have been doing that for a while, the free and cheap and, you know, that stuff... Once they experience it, if they've been out of that world for a while, they come back to it like I have, and they experience yeah. what quality and what uh, that's about, uh, they'll be transformed overnight like I was. Yeah, definitely. There's much better quality on dedicated console. Um, but I, I think, you know, what I was trying to say is that the the casual gamer that, you know, made, say, for instance, the, the Wii popular has moved away and gone to you know, their phones or, or something, which wasn't around back in 2007, certainly not as prolifically as it is now. Uh, and what I feel is that three gaming giants in one industry um, is just 
too much. It, it's just not going to work. One, it'll be um, one of these consoles. It'll be Sony versus Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Nintendo's in their own world, I think. Yeah, I, I was going to say that because Nintendo's got so many first-party franchises that people want. It's a gamer machine. You you go into it, you buy it, knowing that it's a gaming machine. You don't go in there, as we've spoken about before, thinking, oh, yeah, I can get, you know, my uh, Netflix subscription on here. I can get downloaded movies. I can play a, a Blu-ray or yeah. DVD. You can't do any of that. I mean, it does Netflix. That. It does Hulu. But, um, yeah, it is, it, it's a gaming console. That's Nintendo's focus, and I appreciate that. Um, the other thing, why it stands apart, though, is... It's got innovative gameplay stuff uh, with the gamepad. I, I yep. think that that's a unique experience you're not going to find on other consoles. Also, the size of the console, it's tiny. I mean, um, yep. the Xbox and the PS4 are going to be huge, big boxes that essentially will be almost the same internally. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And they're going to fight because one of those is going to win and the Wii U will be... Uh, in its own island. Well, well, so I, I, I think one big thing, you get so many games, it's released on PS3 and, and Xbox 360. And, you know, which do you buy? Unless, if you want Halo, you go Microsoft. If you want um, God of War, you go PlayStation. You know, it, it's those exclusive titles that you link to certain consoles. But neither Sony or Microsoft has you know, the the better range because there's Forza on Xbox, then there's GT uh, Gran Turismo on PlayStation. Both are great games. There's, you know what I mean? So it's like... It's funny, though, when I watch those trailers, like, I have no interest in those, like, God of War and Halo games. Like, oh, God of I War is trailers, a, like, a brilliant game. I, I, I do love... I wish It just God doesn't draw me in, though. It's like... That looks great, but it's like I have no interest in that kind of stuff. You know, you know it, it's like um, oh, there, there's a, a game that I, I want to pick up, uh, Pandora's. Uh, I forget what it's called. Pandora's Tower, I think it is on the the uh, way. It was one of the last big name games on the Wii, and it's very sort of God of War like, and it's just amazing. You look at the, the trailers for it and you go, wow, that's just going to be the coolest game ever. It gets good ratings too, up around, you know, eights and nines out of 10. Um, yeah. So it's definitely one to pick up. I'm just, I'm, I'm what I'm saying about, uh, what I'm really it. excited about is watch dogs for Wii U. I think that's going to be pretty awesome when that comes out. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit mixed when it comes to third party versus first party. Uh, titles when it comes to Nintendo because there's so many. Well, first, first party are party. always better, um, mostly always better. Yeah, but that... Ubisoft, Ubisoft's great. They did Zombie U. That's one of the best, if not the best, game for Wii U right now. Yep. As far as uh, atmosphere, as far as using that gamepad in innovative ways that enhance the experience, um, Ubisoft has it down. I, I that's a developer. I really am curious about what they're up to next. You know. Yeah, you know, and. They're actually EA, games which I could care less about and screw over you know, their customers. EA, <laughs> yeah, we, 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 know, we know you've got a personal vendetta against EA, but... They screwed up my Scrabble app. It, <laughs> one, one of the problems with EA that I've got is that they are just a factory churning out the same mm-hmm. rubbish all the time. Um, you know, if you look at it, do we really need FIFA 2013, FIFA 2014, and so forth... Can't yeah. you just release FIFA once every two years, once every three years, and then have, 
you know, updated Quick updates, do roster updates, do free exactly, updates. Exactly, exactly. You know, it, it's it's like the new Super Mario Brothers U game. It's gonna get new downloadable updates. It's gonna get a brand new game, uh, all eighty levels redone, and it'll be a paid update. But it's a brand new game for twenty or thirty bucks. Yeah, it's, it, crazy. it's not a whole. Hey, let's go and buy this again because well, to play this season we have to and. You know, I don't like the way EA does that with their their different the, games and and all their franchises. They work like that. Mm-hmm. How many how many Need for Speed games can there be? And look, I love My the Need problem. for Speed franchise, but it, it's just been it's been destroyed over the years. Now it's mm-hmm. it's not a good franchise anymore. Yeah, my real problem with EA though is they just don't take the care and um. What's missing is delight and uh, surprise. That's what I get from good game developers. They delight and surprise you in ways you didn't expect when you turned it on. And EA, it's, it's just uh, it's just a big, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, one of those factories that just pumps out games with no care. I, I mean, they're mostly polished games, but they're too squeaky clean with no surprise and delight. That's what's missing from them. Yeah, definitely. That, that's well put. You know, they just... It's that repetition that, you know, the tried and tested and proven um, success that they keep going back to. And, uh, you know, that's a shame. Um, But, hey, look, you know, they can put their eggs into Microsoft and Sony. You know, they'll, you know, they'll change if they have to. I mean, even uh, there's even talk that there are some EA games in the pipeline. Remember, they're not. Yeah, EA is like a. Just a developing uh, studio. They're also a publisher. It's a dragon with a hundred heads at the top. Yeah. And no one really knows. Is. No one knows who's breathing the fire. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, no, that. You know what? There's there's enough good games on Nintendo platforms without having average games on uh, their platforms. And uh, you know, the thing though, um, people talk about the lack of games on the Wii U, and there's about I guess 50 games in total already within its first half year. I'm not sure if that number is completely accurate, but around 50, I'd say. Um, many of those are great games. Um, and the surprising thing to me is, like, the N64, which I adored, had 300 games total in its whole yep. lifetime. And to me, that's a hu- that was a huge library when I was that young playing all these games, uh, more than I could ever spend my time playing. Um, so it's curious to see, like... What's a big console? Like, um, Wii has over a thousand games, which is crazy. You never, uh, there's some that you never want to play on that. Oh, that yeah, console. a bunch of crapware. Yeah, a bunch of crapware. But even the GameCube, a lot of quality games, around 700 games, all really good games, mostly there. Yeah, definitely. Um, um so it's interesting to see what, um, yeah, quality versus quantity and all that, uh, as we move forward, you know. Yeah, you know, I don't mind if Nintendo doesn't have as many and if we get just more quality games I, you know there, there's always been you know I, I wrote an article recently that's yet to be published where i compared ios and and called ios the new windows and the, the whole premise was well you know windows users for years were telling mac users hey our system is better because we've got a thousand different applications that you know and you've got a hundred by comparison you know there's more apps you can do more stuff yeah and it's like, but 
if I think your argument with that one falls apart for me in the fact that the quality apps are still on iOS, you just have to sort through all the crap. Yep. But, but Windows never had the quality no, apps. Win- Mac win- well, no, so I'd say Windows had quality apps, but uh, they, they were a small market. <laughs> they, they were like less than ten yeah. percent of, okay. of all the applications. Like, look, I, yep. in, in all honesty, I think every platform has their bad apps. Um, Oh sure, but it, you know when, when you're having you know hundreds of thousands of apps and so forth, and and then uh, you know and and you're saying that the uh, the platform's good because you've got all of this. It's like no, because there's only out of a hundred thousand, there's only a thousand that are stellar apps, and that that's my linkage to Windows. Windows has still has today stellar apps, um, but it's a very small percentage, and I think that's what we're seeing with with gaming as well if you look at um you know the nintendo wii you know lots of games but only a handful of stellar apps um yeah yeah, very true with the wii because it was such a mass market hit um and that's the the problem with mass market too It, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily better because it's popular it just means that people were happy to get exercising games or you know and I'm really happy like it was that, such a you know. successful hit because sure. we did get some games we wouldn't have otherwise, and some of those are really good games, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and it, I love just proving the the gaming community wrong. It's like you can release a, a outdated console with last gen uh, things, and it'll still beat your butts, you know. <laughs> I yeah, it's funny. You know, I, I, think I, I think too that Nintendo gamers are a bit different to other gamers. Uh, you know, even include PC gamers in this. They want something just to work they want to just play the game they don't want to fiddle they don't want to play around they don't want uh you know bugs in their games that are game breaking i mean i'm I'm sure there's bugs floating around but i haven't come across a, a bug in nintendo's first party games in years um yeah whereas you, you get know some, I, you get I can some go translation errors with like, the mm. older titles that are quite funny sometimes when they translate the english <laughs> sure but you know I mean, but yeah, the game that's plays, fun, yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh the, yeah, that's a funny story. The, the the game plays definitely there, and that that's that's why Nintendo are gaming only, and they're not. Hey, this multi-purpose box under the TV can do everything for me. I mean, it's that's cool for me. I I love that idea because then it gives yeah, you flexibility. There will but... never be a box that does it all, though. Like I'm gonna need my Apple TV to do my iTunes stuff, mm-hmm. and um, I'm gonna need a separate box for the other things. Um, I am getting closer, though. I have Aereo now that I can airplay to the TV, so I have live TV now on my Apple TV. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, it, I don't think there will ever be one box that does everything. And yeah, I, I so suppose it depends what you want. Um, for me, the Apple TV is that one box for all the uh, video entertainment. <laughs> like, no, so it, doesn't, yeah, doesn't, one... it doesn't have a DVD or Blu-ray player in it, so it's not for me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. But, not sure. What, anything else to talk about uh, before wrapping up today's show? No, I, I think that's about it. Um, we talked a lot. We, we had a lot of good uh, topics today, I think. Indeed. And, and certainly we'll have some more for next week. And, and we'll try and get some more multiplayer gaming. And actually, what I really want to do, I want to get uh, some of the good co-op games out and, you know, get us, you know, running and, and, and doing co-op gaming. Um, oh, and, yeah. And having Skype. You probably do a hangout style where we have the the, the video feed going into one of the hangout uh, things, and that'd be fun, I think. That would be fun. So we're, we're certainly going to talk a lot more about co-op uh, stuff because I don't really get the chance to do a lot of co-op gaming, and it's fun. It's enjoyable. So. I don't either. 
When I was a kid, really young, I had N64, all my siblings were at home, and we played the heck out of those four-player games. Yep. Me being older, I don't have a lot of gaming friends nearby anymore. It's no, when, when you get older, I don't know what it is with people. It's either a closet thing where they, they play it in the closet secretly and won't tell you about <laughs> it because they're ashamed, and God knows why, because it's just fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's very hard when you're an adult to actually find other adults to play games with. Um, so, you know, this, this is fun. Plus it's also cool because we get to do the video chat halfway across the world and we also get to verse each other halfway across the world or it's kind of like you're in the room with me almost, you know, I'm yelling at you, you know, you just yelled me. Hey, look, you know, when I, when I go past and win, I go, yes, (laughs) you know, it's a a cool experience. It it is. And and certainly anyone listening, if you've never tried Mario Kart with someone, you know, and, and like I'm sure people do it, but seriously, put Skype on or whatever platform you, you use, Google Plus Hangouts work as well, and and have it so that you can see each other and talk to each other while you're racing, because then you can really trash talk each other. And I know that's not what Nintendo wanted, because they would have put that in the game if they <laughs> wanted you to do that. But it, it's just, it's fun. It, it takes it to another level. It just makes it really exciting and... Uh, you know, I had I had a buzz all day after after playing an hour and a half and, and beating Timothy so many times yesterday. It was <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll have to get Golden Eye so I can shoot you to death a couple of times after playing Mario Kart. <laughs> Golden Eye sounds good. I'll I'll try and get a copy of that and uh and uh we'll certainly enjoy that as well. Now Timothy, where can the listeners find out more about you until next week? Uh, youtube.com slash T C H A T E N. And if we get, if we, I'm up at 210 subscribers now, if we get up to a thousand, we can live stream right from that channel without going through Hangouts. So Ooh. let's live stream some video games. Let's get to a thousand. <laughs> so everyone in the world could see me beat you live. Okay. Yeah. Listen, everyone, go and subscribe to Timothy's cha- uh, channel. <laughs> yep. <laughs> public embarrassment, <laughs> indeed. And for anything relating to me, simply head across to markgreentree.com. Well, thank you for listening and subscribing. This has been level two of the Nintendo Club podcast. Thank you, Timothy. Until next week, take care. Lisa Pasali. I'm Suze Gilbert. I'm Vicki Stokes. And we're the three geeky ladies. You could be watching Hoarders. Or you could be reading Fifty Shades of Grey. You could be ghost hunting. Or you could be listening to the three geeky ladies. So put down that book, shut off the TV, and turn on your iPod. And listen to the three geeky ladies. Find us on iTunes under the Stoplight Network.